0: Welcome to the Law of Attraction, Traction, Quantum Consciousness, Connection, and Creation with my mom, holistic psychotherapist, Korean Bierfeld. Korean has worked in private practice for over 20 years and has witnessed miraculous recoveries treating those who have experienced trauma. Trauma stored in the body can subconsciously affect and determine our life experience. When unconscious, programs and traumas are accessed and released, negative core beliefs and maladaptive behaviors can be permanently reprogrammed. Dive deeper into the law of attraction and go beyond whatever is blocking you from the life you want with Kareem Beerfeld. The law of attraction, traction starts right now.
1: Welcome, everyone. I love that. I love that intro. I love that. Kareem is joining me here today, Kareem Beerfeld. And that intro really says it all. But uh, what I want to say, and then we're going to get started on a really important topic. You know, when I think about what it's like to work with somebody like Kareem, who understands quantum consciousness, but holistic psychotherapy, and brings in energy psychology and a wide range of tools to heal. I'm really struck by the fact that that is so needed in the world we live in. Today, how do we do this? The law of attraction, traction. You know, attracting healthy love. How, what? Is that I don't? Is that like possible, Kareem? Is that <laughs> <I> <laughs> just a asking? Lot of people, I think just a lot saying. of people are asking that question,
2: Doctor Pat. <laughs> it's good to be with you today.
1: <laughs> it's great to be with you, and um, and and we have to start by addressing the question that you probably address so often with so many people. What are we looking for? Yeah. And I think 90% of the time we don't ask that question and we don't know. And then we end up attracting ourselves to something familiar, which right. is probably not a good idea. <laughs> Tell us about this idea of what we're looking for in yeah, a partner. I
2: think we're kind of building on the last show, which was, uh, you know, we were talking about how to, if you want to begin the manifesting process, the first step is just creating a very clear vision. And so I thought it would be fun to do the show today on relationships and how to attract healthy relationships, because I've had quite a few clients coming in, either looking for that or being frustrated about not being able to find that it's the new year, you know, so, um, yeah, I was like, that, this will be a fun topic today. We can start with that, on taking some of these principles that we've been talking about in terms of how do we attract what we want into our lives, and let's talk about how to apply them in terms of um, drawing to us healthy relationships, healthy love, um, and specifically, I think, in the area of romantic relationships. So yeah. when you're talking about this idea of uh, creating a clear vision, the first step then in terms of attracting healthy love when it comes to a romantic relationship would be to take the time to think about what is it that you really want in a partner. So, um, and that means just like, you know, getting very specific, literally sitting down, taking the time to write out a list of what would be those qualities that you would most want to experience in a relationship with someone. So, You know, whether it's kindness, compassion, loyalty, like what are your top values and what are the top uh, most important qualities that you would want to find in someone? Um, Joe Dispenza, who I love, he's a great teacher of mine, going to see him in a week or two and I can't wait. (laughs) He talks about when he talks about attracting healthy love, he's like, so what you want to do is make a list of all of the qualities that you're looking for in a partner and then become that which I think are, is, uh, those are very wise words, good advice.
1: Yeah, and what I love about this topic is, uh, and I, it was joking, Benny and I were joking about this the, the other day, or last week, or something, and there was that song that came out by the Spice Girls, he reminded me of, and it was, what do you really, really want? And that is such an important question. And it leads me to this next question for you. Because I grew up with, in a family where one of the, the taglines was, and never understood this, could do it in most every area of my life, but love. Every area of my life, but love. Yes. And my mom would say, negotiate everything and compromise nothing. hmm Now, this is a woman had her first child at 12 and second child at 13. So as I got older, I really listened to her. And here's what I want to ask you is, how do we help people? How do you, Corinne, help people not compromise on what they want? Because don't we do it? It's kind of like Oh, I really want that, that, that. But you know what? I'm not going to really ask for that because I don't think I'm ever going to get it. Help us out with that part of the law of attraction. Love.
2: <laughs> you frame that question. Uh, yeah. So.
1: <laughs> not that you've ever done that. Just yeah. say
2: it. So <laughs> the interesting thing about relationships and what I try to, as I, you know, when I work with my clients, I help to try to help them understand is attraction is, you know, like attracts like, right? So we usually end up in relationships for a reason. And just like I've said in in every one of my other videos, so much of the time, the reasons are unconscious, which means, you know, we have this, I think like we're kind of sold this idea of um, romantic love, which is like, oh, if you meet the right one, and you you're, you're, you fall in love, you'll just know because you're going to feel so in love, and that means they're the right person, and that works in the honeymoon stage, and then you get into the relationship, and then what ends up happening uh, inevitably are the the patterns that uh, we have grown up with a lot of times will emerge, because we tend to be attracted on a subconscious level to what's familiar, so the the I want to say this is like the downside, but like the the part of this that sometimes is, is difficult for people to understand is a lot of times attraction has more to do with where we are wounded than it does anything else. But the positive part of that, and what I'm always trying to help people understand is that when you begin to understand that concept, you can then use your relationship as a vehicle to do the work that needs to be done so that you can become healthier and healthier. So again, the paradox is the healthier that you become within yourself, which means the more we're willing to keep looking within to do our own internal work to heal our our traumas Mm -hmm. from our own upbringing, then the healthier relationship we can attract, obviously, like it would just make sense, you're not going to get a really healthy person that's with a really unhealthy person.
1: I love the way you're talking about this because you're really getting at what I call the foundational level of the law of attraction. But you're also talking about something that you uniquely talk about, and that is the idea of traction. You know, if we are able, even if we go down the pathway we've gone down a million times before, the same old pattern. Mm -hmm. If we have the knowledge and the awareness or work with somebody that can help us have the knowledge and awareness, we can break a pattern. Mm -hmm. and see that's where we can build up traction in the law of attraction traction to understand that the momentum we build to break a pattern of old is really the pathway to love freedom right oh
2: you've said it beautifully Mm -hmm.
1: i read your outline today show
2: (laughs) (laughs) so smart
1: i mean don't let people think that i have an original thought
2: (laughs) no what you just said was beautiful (laughs)
1: Do uh, you understand what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I completely understand what you're saying.
1: I look back at my own life, and if it wasn't for a third party coming in and helping me see something, I might as well be wearing really dark glasses. Yeah. But that's what you've seen. That's what you help people literally look at healthy from all aspects. Today we happen to be talking about love, right?
2: Today we're talking about love, and I just love that analogy that you that you just used. That sometimes we get into relationships. Um, as though we're wearing the dark glasses. So the dark glasses, what that would be is we get in and there are so many unconscious processes at play that we can't see, that we're not aware of. And so the more, so when somebody comes to me and they want to attract a relationship, let's say, or they come to me and they're in a relationship and they're having problems in the relationship. What I will say is, okay, what we want to do is look at what's going on for you. So it's always about, you got to like do the 180 turn because we're so set up in a world that t- tells us to look outside of ourselves for our our happiness, our joy, our gratification. That's what, you know, from the time we're, we're little, right? We're taught to seek with, with outside of ourselves instead of turning within. So if someone comes in and they're looking for a relationship, first thing I want to have them do is, say, all right, well, what we want to do is go to those feelings within you that are coming up. What are the feelings um, that you're having about not being able to attract a healthy relationship? What are you noticing? What, what is your um, experience that you're having? And I'll just basically have them turn within, turn into their body. If it's a feeling of loneliness, if it's a feeling of frustration, if it's a feeling of sadness, whatever it is, we'll, we'll turn within and try to go to the source of that because the, the whole paradox, and it is a complete and total paradox, which I'm very aware of. like we're doing the show on the law of attraction, traction, And I'm basically saying <laughs> the more you can get to a place where you feel so happy and healthy and whole and filled up within yourself, the, the when you're in that state, the less you're going to be coming from this needy place of trying to find a relationship outside of yourself that's when you're going to attract the most healthiest relationship possible because of course like when you're happy and you you know you're in a place where you're feeling good about yourself and your life and you know it you radiate a certain energy and that's just going to be naturally attractive yeah. to others when you're in a place where you're feeling unhappy or um you know coming from more of a needy place that energy is a very different signature Right. So, you know, another way to frame this is just to ask the question, would you date yourself? Would you date yourself?
1: (laughs) Well, one is the energy of love. The other one is an energy of desperation. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: that is a strong word, but that is actually what you're describing, because we get to the point where when we add up all of the blocks that you just talked about, we go to this place of I'm never going to dot, dot, dot. Right. Right. I mean, we I, I don't think we all walk around saying I'm well, you no, know, some people do, but we don't generally walk around, but we hold that inside of ourselves. Yeah. And part of what you're talking about today is having the reflection of that come to the forefront. Um. You know, the reflection of ourselves helps us understand that we do deserve the love of our lives.
2: Yes. You yeah. know? You, yes, you said that so beautifully. Um, and the the way that I have found, like using that sunglasses analogy is when you can look at your relationships and say, okay, what is this bringing up for me? It's a way to help begin to take the sunglasses off. So we turn mm-hmm. our, our perspective from what's going on with the other person towards ourselves. And we start to look within. And as we begin to heal more and more, then we um, it, it puts us in a position where we are able to attract. Again, the healthier we are, the more we are able to attract a healthier partner to ourselves. And you know, I had a um, a good teacher say to me one time that that friendship is the highest form of lovers. And I love that because
1: yeah.
2: you know what? Really, I think we're at the end of the day. what Really, people are, are looking for is a best friend. But. Yeah. A best, where there's a deep emotional connection, a physical connection and attraction, you know, um, ideally a a connection where the values match up, um, spiritual connection. That's what what people are really looking for. There's actually a really good book that I was going to recommend because I read it recently. It's called calling in the one by Catherine Woodward Thomas. She's the one that wrote that conscious uncoupling that Gwen yeah. helped, you know, she did with uh, Chris Martin. Yeah. She gets like, she gets the principles that we're trying to explain here around um, attraction that we attract where we're wounded. We tend to recreate our, our childhood um, upbringing in our adult relationships. If we're not aware that that's what's happening and how we can, begin to heal ourselves and the patterns that we've experienced growing up by using our adult relationships as like the vehicle to access the parts of ourselves that need our Mm -hmm. attention, to access the traumas that need healed. So the more and more and more that we're willing to do that, again, we start to glow up, we start to become happier, start to just, um, you know, radiate within ourselves, not needing an external person then to fulfill us, and the more we move to that place, then the paradox again is that's when, you know, so often I've heard that so many times that that's when the, the person will show up. Actually, I'll give you an example. I used to, um <laughs> when I was in graduate school for a short time, I worked at a dating service. So um, we, and I was getting my degree in marriage and family counseling. I also, I've actually I don't know if I ever told you this, Dr. Pat, I've been a, minister for like 20 years so I've done tons of weddings and they yeah. used to make fun of me because they would say you know what's your business line I'd say like if you're calling to meet a man press one if you're calling for relationship counseling press two if you, you know, need someone to marry you press two. so at, when I worked at this dating service what was so interesting is I would my job was to like to help people to join and to you know explain the memberships and a lot of times they would come in and they had maybe been looking for a life partner for years without any luck and what the dating service would, basically, this was like before the days of just complete online apps. So yeah. we actually had like an in-person place to go to, there was a library, there were thousands of members. And as they, when people would join and go to, go into the library, all of a sudden, like this whole new world opened up, like what? Oh my gosh, I can just peruse like for you know thousands of people. <laughs> And it, it created such a different energy about them because all of a sudden they went from like the sense of lack to there's an unlimited number of people. There's so many, there's this huge pool that I can, um, you know, like draw from. It was very common for people to pay a lot of money to get the membership and then meet someone outside of the dating service that, that, that they weren't even a part of the, the date, yeah. but- they were now like in this state where they had kind of like moved into a place of like I don't need you I'm not you know if you don't work out next they were rating it at, at a different energy and we had story after story of people who would then after years of looking find a relationship and oftentimes it wasn't even through the the dating service itself but just because they changed yeah. energetically in you know their perception of uh their worth and because, you know, as they started dating and there's all these people and there's a lot of people vying to go out with them, help them increase their self-confidence and shifting out of there's a lack and I'm never going to find anyone to, oh my gosh, you know, the possibilities are endless.
1: Yeah. You
2: know, I'll find some eventually, they would eventually meet someone.
1: But isn't that really what you teach? Uh, For those of you just tuning in, Corrine Beerfeld joining me here today, you're listening to her show, which is the Law of Attraction Traction. I want to make sure you all know how to get a hold of Corinne because this is what she does. Uh, The best way to go right now is to go to her website, corrinebeerfeld.com. And I'm going to spell it K-O-R-E-N-B-I-E-F-E-L-D-T.com go to the website. You could also call her. B-E-R. Oh, what'd I say? <laughs> what I say?
2: You just left out the R. It's okay.
1: <laughs> oh my God. B-I-E-R-F-E-L-D-T. Yep. Did I get it right? Okay. Yep, but it. they can call you, can't they? Yes. Can people call you? What's the best phone number for people to call?
2: Uh, well, the office number is 440-892-0452 and I'm extension 11.
1: That's it. That's on my number. There you go. Um, I want to get back to something you said, because what you said was so really important, because it really opens people up for a new freedom.
0: Okay. Okay?
1: And I love that you described that experience you had working there and what happens energetically to people. That's really the core of the law of attraction. Mm -hmm. And I think for years, people didn't understand that the law of attraction is an energy entity. I mean, it's a lot of things, but it is an energy entity. Um, Let's talk about this idea of removing roadblocks or blocks because so often it's scary. Mm -hmm. I personally don't recommend you do it alone.
2: Yes.
1: But if you can at least start to peel those layers back in a way, Isn't that basically how we move from despair or even self-loathing into a place of maybe I'm okay?
2: <laughs> you so get it, Dr. But you said, really summed it up there. I was, um, when I was preparing to do this interview with you today, I was, I really love A Course in Miracles. I don't know. Have you heard of A Course in Miracles?
1: Oh, I'm taking it I'm doing it again now.
2: One of my favorite, favorite teachings, and there's a quote in there that says, you know, your job is not to seek for love. Your job is just to remove the barriers within yourself that you placed against love. And that is kind of what you're talking about there. And so, uh, you know, because I do so much trauma work, my experience in working with trauma is it does tend to create, uh, people have been through a lot of trauma, tend to have a lot of self-loathing or can be very self-critical and and really what that's about what i've found it took me years to really understand this is at the core of that is we have rejected parts of ourselves usually from the time we were very little um without even realizing that that's what we've done in order to survive you know in in the situations that we've grown up with it was a coping mechanism at the time but every time we reject a part of ourselves You can't reject, you can't self-reject and feel and be in a place of complete self-love. It doesn't go together. Yeah. So, so much of the work that I do is in in healing trauma is recovering those wounded child parts that need our attention um, and being able to go back to bring healing to those parts. And every time we can do a layer of work around that and bring in um, more healing, it's like we start to come back to ourselves to bring back wholeness and to, to integrate And and each time, then, that leads to a greater level of self-acceptance and a greater level of self-love. And that really is what we're talking about at the very heart of this. As within, so without, as the the more we can come from a place of um, accepting ourselves exactly where we are and loving ourselves Mm -hmm. exactly where we are and having compassion and grace for ourselves, the more we're able to extend that into the relationships that we're in.
1: And, you know, what you're really talking about, too, is the ripple effect of this, because I know this show is not about this. But, you know, the ripple effect is when you start to move into that space, you're not dependent on drugs and alcohol and food or other addictions. And, you know, there's a reason that in 12-step programs, one of the first things they tell you when you enter the program is no relationship for a year. So any great, any good sponsor will look at somebody and say that. And that's one of the most difficult things for people to do but yeah. the reason is the way you've explained it.
2: I think you're so, I feel like we're in just such good alignment today. I'm
1: so excited. Well, <laughs> we're talking about a work in progress here when it comes to love. <laughs>
2: no, you're, you're so, we're so on the same I'm a work you. in progress. Is because, so, yes, because, so my definition of addiction is basically any. Any outside thing that we use, whether it's a substance, a, another person, shopping, food, drugs, sex, whatever it, it, that we use to avoid our own internal pain, our own internal um, places where we that we've disowned. So it's really like the child parts that are mm-hmm. needing our attention, that are coming up to the surface, yeah. they're screaming for for us to to heal them. And when we use substances or any type of addiction to avoid you know, the the child part doesn't go, that trauma can't be cleared. So the reason they say not to get into relationships is because once you get off of a a substance, especially in that first year, Mm -hmm. that's the time where uh, you have, actually, I think the greatest opportunity, a lot of times, like the the, the stuff you've been avoiding using the addiction for so long is going to come bubbling up to the surface. And if you just get into, jump into a relationship, all you're doing is you're just using that relationship as a way, another form of avoidance.
1: And that's what you're talking about today. I mean, this show and what you're bringing to the table is love and relationship gives us an enormous opportunity to heal. I mean, you know, I've said this before, if we were meant to heal by ourselves, each of us would have been given our own planet, but we're not. So, I mean, thank you for today. I would love to know how people can find out more about this law of attraction, but also about you and what's your personal message what would you like to leave us with today
2: as far as finding out more about the law of attraction i know we're getting ready to launch a new website yeah
1: it's exciting
2: so excited about that that'll be coming soon um right now they can go to my website which is kareenbeerfelt.com k-o-r-e-n-b-i-e-r-f-e-l-d-t.com and hmm, what's my personal message today just what's coming to me is again this whole idea of self-love that um if we take the time to, okay, yes, we want to get clear about what we're looking for in a, a romantic relationship. And, you know, it's, I think it's wonderful to desire that and to have a, a clear vision about the qualities that we're looking for to attract in a partner, but ultimately to bring it home to our relationship with ourselves. Um And healing ourselves and how we can move into the greatest state of being our own source of self-love. Hmm. Um that's to me at the highest level that's where, that's that's what we're all looking for because then we're filled up from within and and at that place also I think that's when we're most in our state of being connected to source in the highest way.
1: Yeah. And boy, you said it and that's where the freedom begins. Thank yeah. you Corrine Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for joining the Law of Attraction Traction with host, my mom, Karine Berfeldt. Tune in every third Tuesday of the month at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio and learn how you can heal from the traumas and conditions you thought were impossible. Get inspired to pursue your own healing and growth so that your light shines brighter than ever. To learn more about Karine and her and the services she provides as holistic psychotherapists, visit her website at kareenberfeldt.com.